This podcast features explicit language and spoilers. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Better Late Than Never. In this podcast, I have returning guest Drew. Hey! Coming back, and we are going to be doing a quick episode, because we are about to go see the culminating film of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Yeah! Woo! So, Drew, uh, you were last here to do Infinity War. I was, so this feels very appropriate. Yeah, Um. so... Here's a quick question I have just before we get going. Have you caught any more of the movies in between then and now? I haven't, but I have caught some recaps. So I've filled in my knowledge gap a little bit. Okay. Did those recaps include Captain Marvel? They did. All right. I think that's the most important. I mean, that is, isn't that the only one that came out in between? Oh, no, uh, the second Ant-Man movie, too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That one didn't seem too significant, but I have a prediction related to that one, too. Oh, cool. Well, hang on to that for just one second. Just real quick before we do our predictions, let's recap what happened last time. So, Drew, you are, generally speaking, a fan of Marvel, both the comics and the films. Yeah, I'd say so. I, myself, am a huge fanboy. I'd say more of the films than of the comics. I'm into the comics, but sort of like what you just said for uh, the movies, I tend to get the recaps a little bit more Mm -hmm. than reading all of them. And then we did the episode on Infinity War, and it was better late for you. And I am a big fan of the film. So that leaves us ready for now. So do you remember where things left off at the end of Infinity War? Yeah. So we have just seen Thanos do the snap. The snappening. The snappening happened. The snapshot. The snapshot. So half of our our characters have uh, disappeared. And we, we don't know if this means they're dead. Um, if they're dead, is there a pathway for them to return? Uh, it's kind of left up in the air at the end of the film. Right. And so here we are with uh, Endgame. It looks like it's picking up a little bit later after mm-hmm. the world and the universe at large has had a moment to process this horrible thing that's happened. And Thanos has collected them all. He has his... He did it, man. All his bling in the uh, in the gauntlet. He went and cut them all. Gotta catch them all. And he uh, he ends the movie doing exactly what he said he would, uh, sitting down in his rural shack in happy retirement, watching the sunrise. Yeah, just chilling. Victorious. Yeah, beautiful thing. Yeah, know? just that's just seeing the smile, the contented smile on it's that face. So sweet. You know, all of all of that hard work. You know, he's such a good guy. It's just uh, well, you, you feel the, good for he him. He had the best of intentions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and seeing him happy at the end was its own reward. He's uh, so he's hanging out and ostensibly the Avengers are going to go come after him now, ruin his retirement. Mm -hmm. So, Drew, 
that's where we are. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, gosh. Okay. So there are so many different characters involved here. So not anymore. Uh, well, yeah, I guess the herd's been uh, been thinned out a little bit, right? But a couple things. I mean, I do think that we're going to see some sort of event that's going to reverse the effects of the, the snapping. Sure. Um, those characters that we saw disintegrate into ash, we'll see them again. It's They're not totally just dead and wiped out of the, the picture here. You have any idea on how they're going to do that? Uh, I suspect it's going to have something to do with the manipulation of the the time stone if they could turn back time if they could find a way i think they will i think they will find a way uh i think it's gonna involve our friend dr strange um even though he he's one of the ones who who disappeared is he He is indeed yeah yeah so um I don't know if this is going to entail, you know, all of those friends of ours are in some other dimension together and they have to figure this out or whatnot. Mm. Uh, I I imagine it may involve Gamora in some way because I, I don't think she's just dead either. I think her essence lives on in the soul stone we speculated about that last time. Yeah. yeah so that may have that may hold the key to kind of breaking down Thanos total power and and you know opening a crack through which this um solution to bring our characters back and reverse the snap uh could happen yeah right on um i also predict that thanos will die okay okay uh do you have any idea on how or by whose hand i think Gamora is going to be involved if i had to guess which of our hero characters would be most likely to deal the crushing blow there are a lot of options uh i think okay so like i like i mentioned i did have a prediction about Mm ant-man i think that his being stuck in the quantum realm is going to come into play i think he he's gonna he's gonna do something from the quantum realm that's gonna mess thanos up a little bit and um i think as far as a, a crushing blow i feel like it has to be thor with the with the axe i'm gonna disagree with you okay um all right so let me um let me let me balance your current predictions out with my own so uh starting with the deaths so thor i don't think it will be because thor kind of had his chance already and i don't want to say he blew it but like he's already sunk an axe into thanos's chest yeah that's true um so seeing him be the one to ultimately kill him seems redundant right yeah Yeah. exactly uh also i'm not convinced he dies i think there's a i mean he very well may but i think there's a possibility that they go the um you know we don't kill route yeah but if he should die i'm thinking of the characters who have the most uh beef with Thanos, right. and so you've got Gamora, definitely. Uh, but then also, it's our blue characters, so Nebula, yes. Gamora's sister, yes, and Drax. Right. Okay. They both and Drax, really want to kill that. Drax dude. disappeared, but Nebula didn't. Correct. Okay. And then we get to how this is going to reverse. So, I read a review on one of the more popular pop culture websites, and. It said something that isn't a spoiler, but it allowed you to make some connections that are a little spoilery, and that is in gonna that's gonna influence my prediction here. 
if you want to not listen to this part, you can, like, earmuffs it. I'm cool to listen to it myself. All right. Yeah, same here. Like, I was a little annoyed about it, but I'm also not super afraid of spoilers. I mean, maybe a little bit more in terms of this movie because of how long it's been building up. But I don't know. I think there's a broader conversation about spoiler culture to be had, but I don't want to get into it right now. Well, for the listener, spoiler alert. Here we go. Sort of spoilers. So the review I was reading said that the Avengers launch into a plan and that it was kind of like Back to the Future 2. Have you seen Back to the Future 2? I have, but it's been a long time. Well, what I interpreted that to mean is that, one, yeah, it's definitely going to involve time travel. So whether it's a spell Doctor Strange laid before he disappeared, yep. something involving the time stone where they have to like go get it or get the whole glove. Right, to similar to what we stone. see at the end of right. Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, or even maybe Ant-Man discovers something in the quantum realm that mm-hmm. lets things get all timey-wimey. I don't know. Right. But I think so. I think there's going to be time travel. And then given the specifics of what Back to the Future 2 is like, if there's going back in time, I think there's a strong chance that we're going to see them going back to the events of earlier films and things playing out in the background mm. of like Iron Man and Captain America 2 and 3, you know, like yeah. Back to the Future 2-ing it. That seems like a good plot vehicle to choose for your like culminating film, right? Celebrating everything that's come before and what's led us to this moment. Yeah, and given the it's 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 not pure fan service, but it is fan service. Absolutely, and I think honestly, if that is what they do, I think it's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of hoping that is what they do now. Uh, so that's that's what I'm predicting for that, and then um, I guess. That leads us to my next question, which is, besides Thanos, deaths, who's not going to make it? Who won't make it? Yeah, that's a really good... Uh, I got a call. Yeah? I think I think Iron Man's going to go down. down. Yeah. And I think Captain America also. Interesting. I was going to predict that at, at least one of them would yeah. die. I guess it makes sense that they might both, you know? And then they kind of like, you know... The Civil War era is officially over and our remaining characters kind of have to take the martyrdom of these characters and build a, you know, peaceful allegiance. It also kind of clears away the old guard for a new generation to come up. Yeah. I do think Thor is going to live. Yeah. And I wonder, too, um, is Loki really dead? I think so. He's he's been he's He's been been dead dead so many times. I feel like. I'm going to go out on a limb and just have this as a prediction that we're going to see Loki with another gotcha moment and he'll be back. I disagree. Okay. So we'll see coming back. Yeah. I think everyone who died, died, like not through the the snap, in, the snap but actually died will probably stay dead. And I know Gamora is a little tricky in that regard because she don't sort know. of died and then was involved in the stone, but we'll right. see how it works for her. Uh, but Loki, Heimdall, all those guys are actually gone, I think. Yeah. But um, there are all these, so the Asgardian refugees got mostly slaughtered, but I do believe some of them got away. Okay. And so I wonder if Thor lives, what happens with all these Asgardians? Like, I wonder if maybe there'll be like a little Asgardian refugee colony on Earth that Thor goes to like be the king of, and that's how he could be kind of a... I don't know if he'll be making movies going forward, but maybe right. he could pop up in other movies occasionally, kind of yeah. Nick Fury style. It's his excuse to have a connection with the human realm still, right? right. Yeah. yeah. So that that could be kind of cool. And also having the Asgardians on Earth 
gives you this door to have all kinds of other shenanigans get out into the world. Yeah. You know, the Asgardians are connected to space and to magic and to super technology. You know, whatever you want can come out of that little colony. Yeah. I think we're going to see another female character's death. I don't know which one. Why female character? Uh, just feel like it would add balance. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be Captain Marvel because she's too new. No, and she's the she's the new uh, new shiny. Yeah, she's the new car. <laughs> yeah, um, but let's see. Did did the Scarlet Witch disappear? She disappeared, but she has a TV show lined up, so I think she's going to be all right. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Black Widow would be another. She's character. got a solo movie lined up, so okay. I think she's going to make it. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I know it's all meta, but uh, who who else do we have? There's Nebula. Mm-hmm. She could die. Uh, Gamora's, you know, situation could be more firmly established, I suppose. Right. There's uh, Okoye from uh, the Black Panther. Yep. I don't think we'll see her die. I don't. No. Uh, Shuri will be fine, I think. Um, Maybe I'm just dead wrong here. I guess I feel Mantis? like- yeah, Mantis. Mantis is a is a candidate. Why kill Mantis? Uh, yeah, like... we need to bring Drax back, and we need to see that kind of like romantic interest play out a little bit more. They, yeah, the two of them, have very it a cute. Little, yeah, you know, she's also really funny, so I'd be yeah. really sad to see her go. Yeah, but that's another, you know, another reason why it would be poignant if she did. I guess, but it's sort of like killing a puppy. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe I'm I'm totally off. Of all the characters we just mentioned, I feel like Nebula is the is the best choice for a character to well, parse. You know, in the comics, and I could be wrong about this because, again, this isn't what I've read. It's just a recap I've hit up. Uh, I think in one of the original Infinity Gauntlet stories, they get the gauntlet off of Thanos and then Nebula puts it on. Oh. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see that. I doubt it as well. Yeah. And if, if, if it were to happen, I feel like we'd see the power of the gauntlet destroy her. It's cool that you bring that up because uh, we were talking about how we both think either or both Captain America and Iron Man will die. Mm. I wonder if they will die by having to use the gauntlet to reverse everything. That seems very plausible. Because I could see it as being, you know, it it seems like a human couldn't use the gauntlet, mm. or at least not without dying. Right. But it would also be, you know, maybe they could use it provided they're, you know, willing to die in order to do so. And you've got either Tony Stark is the only one with the, you know, mental technical capacity to right. pull it off or Captain America being the only one with the will. Yeah. You know, so that I think that's a possibility. Hmm. What do you think becomes of the gauntlet and the Infinity Stones afterwards? Goodness. I mean, I have to I have to guess that. There is some kind of a pact to separate and and control them yet again, you know, to kind of return them to a state of burial and, you know, isolation from one another and some kind of a scheme to prevent their, you know, collection by one maniac again. Yeah, I, I really have no kind of hard prediction on what it could be but they def- yeah. i feel like they have to do something even beyond just separating them right it needs to go further regathered. than they were before right so either destroying one or all of them or yeah. something yeah right but what does that even look like i mean i feel like the the well we the- saw them destroy visions uh the mind stone at the end of infinity war we did and, and then he reverses he had it. to reverse time to get it again 
So last time we talked a little bit too about the Hulk and how um, after Thanos beat him up, he was uh, like a scared puppy. Yeah. What uh, What do we think comes from that story? I don't know. I mean, he, he, to me, he's a candidate who could be on the chopping block too. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm probably saying this as a as a not fan of the Hulk. I, I just he's not my favorite character by far. He's really not that interesting to me either. Right. You have a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde uh, dynamic going on, which is an interesting theme and story. But they're, you know, after you get to the Hulk smash and you see him mess some shit up and you, you okay, he's really strong and hard to beat. So what? what? What's after that? Well, the whole thing with the Hulk, I think, is that it, it, this happens in other stories, too, where it's the idea that you only get pushed so far until your rage has to come pouring out and there's you know everyone has that that rage strength and and, and you're trading really... control for it as sure. well but also like as a viewer it's really satisfying to see that finally unleashed right right so we all love the hulk finally busting loose metaphorically speaking for any character where like that rage comes out like you know in so many stories it's like there's a couple and the one side of the couple is killed and the other one you know, loses their shit. Yeah, and it's like a ven- It's like par- equal parts vengeance and like cold pun- fury, and like punching the bully in the face, right? Like it's it's yeah. it's it's breaking the shackles and defying your oppressor and all that kind of stuff, right? And so there there is something inherently satisfying about that, but really only for a minute, right? And then it's there, there's not a lot of change in the story it's all sort of the same right and i the thing the thing about the hulk is i feel like the triggers aren't necessarily that deep and compelling as we go along the story especially as we're into this like deep bench so many characters happening there's not like the stuff that's triggering or or triggering the hulk's uh rage outbursts or lately his uh (laughs) performance issues if you will yeah Um, they're not they're not that deep and satisfying i'm not like as a viewer just itching to see him overcome this shit i'm just kind of like whatever show me more iron man like it's so funny that you should say that too because uh a few years ago this list went out it was like a viral thing on the internet of um do you remember the hulk tv show yeah Ferrigno, the old one yeah yeah absolutely it was like a list of all the different things in the various episodes that caused the hulk to come out yeah and like some of them were it's like hit his head on a beam uh you know got stung by a bee um, <laughs> yeah exactly and then there were also ridiculous ones like you know like got beat up and stuffed in the trunk of a car and driven off a cliff you, you know it was yeah just, it was really hilarious <laughs> you wouldn't like me when i'm mildly injured <laughs> Uh, well, long story short, though, I think the fact that Thanos uh, knocked him around and then he was scared of Thanos for all of the last movie and wouldn't come out suggests that maybe he'll get over it in a triumphant moment and punch Thanos in the face at least once in this movie. That's a good call. And I also sure. think uh, Captain Marvel, again, being the shiny new uh, superhero to come in and a ridiculously powerful one at that, will yeah. also uh, knock Thanos around a bit. Yeah, she's she's going to 
She's going to do something. Do you know Captain Marvel's power set? Uh, not well. Not I well. Say. I don't know him well either. I mostly know them from the X-Men TV show when Rogue stole them. But that's like a completely different power set than what she seems to have now. I, right. I've read that her powers her and her history is really complicated. Yeah. But basically, what I'm, I, who's stronger, her or the Hulk? Uh, I mean, I, in a snap guess, I would guess Captain Marvel. Yeah. What, uh... Her powers seem a little bit grander and like more universal. Well, I think she's got a broader range of powers. Yeah. Too. I think it's probably the deal with the Hulk is that the matter he gets, the stronger he gets. And so I think the idea is that in theory, his strength is limitless. It's only limited by how angry he can get. Right. But I think maybe on your average day, like if he gets stung by a bee, yeah, he's Captain not... Marvel's probably stronger. <laughs> maybe we'll find out in this movie. Yeah. Who knows that, you know, it could be one of those really uh, painful bee stings, you know, the red wasp kind of. All right. Well, um, I think that's about it for my predictions. Do you have anything else? I think we captured mine, too. Do you think that when they reverse it, the world's going to remember the snap? Good question. It's a pretty traumatic thing for the universe to go through. I'm gonna say no. Just because my impression on the outcome of the time manipulations that happen in the Mm. story are that, you know, no one's the wiser, really, except for the characters who are in the moments that are affected. Right, right, right. right. The Avengers themselves, basically. Yeah. I'm also, um, I have another spoiler that I came across. Go ahead. So we're not going to see a post credit scene. Oh, well, that is both fine and also makes sense. Yeah. Like, of all the Marvel films not to have one, this is the one, It'll right? This one. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, we don't have to stick around after the credits is my my understanding. Although, maybe we will anyway, just to test this theory. I, don't know. I think after three hours, I'm probably going to be about done. Yeah. So, uh, better pee beforehand, dude. Yeah. But, um... I guess that's it. I'm really looking forward to this film. Me too. And let's go fucking watch it, dude. Let her rip. Endgame, baby. All right, we'll be back. And so we're back. Oh, man. And by back, I mean we are literally back just this second. I mean, we got out of the movie. And we, we hopped came straight here. Yeah. Uh, so we are literally like 15 minutes removed from the end of Avengers Endgame. And holy shit. Wow, it's good. Uh, whew, yeah. The so, glow is still... Still upon me. Yeah. Although I do have to admit, so is the... Uh, the the disgusting uh slime like i i i ate so much garbage during that <laughs> film i feel i feel like thor <laughs> like right. i just i'm so kind of blah right oh my now. goodness so we have to talk about thor there's so many things there's we so have many to things talk so about. okay let, let's uh so let's clarify a few things here up at the top so number one i know we give the spoiler warning at the beginning of the show but we are going to be spoiling the shit out of this big time number two we're not going to recap the whole film um, I think we should just hit back on how our predictions went yep. and maybe talk a little bit about a few moments that stood out. But this is we're, we're aiming for quick and dirty here. So not a full full on recap episode. And then we'll do some uh, final thoughts and then call it a day. All right. So 
very first thing off the top, some preliminary, just what did you think? Oh, man. I mean, this this film was everything that, that it promised to be and maybe a little more. I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah, I think they knocked it out of the park. They did. I mean, they really, yeah. It was the culmination of all these films and... Gosh, I mean, it delivered. I think I think I heard the term fan service like three times today. And it was fan service, but fan service is also kind of a criticism. It can be, right? Like right. like where it's just, uh, you know, it's too esoteric for the masses and it's only speaking to the fans kind of thing. And or... it, it's giving them exactly what they want at the cost of like story and character. And creativity. This was not that. Yeah, this, no, it wasn't. This was great. So yeah, agreed. The, I, I mean, I know I'm a fanboy and I'm prone to like these things, but I thought they did a great job. Yep. Yeah. I think the whole audience in that theater was enjoying it. Yeah. So I want to talk about... Um, so uh, we went and saw it with a couple of friends, including friend of the podcast, Aaron, and friend of the podcast, Dan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dan was to my left. And on the other side of him was this girl. She was pretty young. She seemed like early teens. And uh, because Dan was in the way, to me, all I could see really was she had her um, legs pulled up to her chest the whole movie. So to me, she was just this pair of feet that I could kind of see and I kept seeing like these feet just like kicking out in excitement at all these various <laughs> points and occasionally hearing this like tween gasp of like joy and pleasure at various moments and I don't know I just I I was really um heartened by the fact that someone other than a 35 year old man was enjoying this film like you yeah. know it's, it's a movie for everybody like I'm glad everyone was having fun right yeah and yeah the audience did seem to be really into it and I'll mention a couple of those moments too, but let's revisit our predictions. How did we do? Oh my goodness. It, I'm just You did I'm, great, Drew. I'm so delighted. You know, we had my prediction about uh, uh again, huge spoiler alert, but uh Thor killing Thanos just right away. It happens right at the beginning. I mean, you know, it's not the ultimate it's killing. It's not the of ultimate Thanos. killing of Thanos, but uh oh man, I mean, he smashes his head off with the, his hammer. Well, he cuts his head off with the axe. Oh, with the axe. Yeah, that's right. Well, he aims for the head. He sure does. Which is what he he had. He kills the shit out of him. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. And also, I I have egg on my face, Drew. You were correct. Black Widow does indeed perish in this film. Yeah. I thought the fact that she had a movie coming up made her safe, but I guess not. Well, I mean, there's got to be some way to connect that dot then. Oh, maybe it's a prequel. Could be. Yeah, could be. We can finally see what happened in Budapest. Right. And uh, so Gamora, she did not turn out to be living in the Soul Stone. No. But they found a way to bring her back. Through time shenanigans. Indeed. But the thing about that is that it's not the Gamora who fell in love with uh, Star-Lord. That's right. She doesn't know why he's uh, affectionate towards her once they finally meet. Yeah, that's got to be rough for him. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of don't get the same Gamora that we know and love, you know? Well, I mean, Gamora, it's it's the Gamora that we meet basically at the beginning of Guardians 1. So right. she is on the same path. She just hasn't had the same experiences. That's so she's right. not basically she's not evil Gamora. She's, she's not. And in fact, she comes up good by the end, right? Yeah, in some important ways. Yep. And it looks to me that uh, she's missing at the end of that battle. And Guardians 3 may be a little bit about searching for Gamora and trying to find her and... Maybe Star Lord trying to rekindle what they had. Mm. And another thing about Guardians 3 is that it's looking like it is going to be featuring a new cast member. Yes, Thor is going to be 
on the Guardian's ship. Fat Thor. Awesome. Joining oh. the Guardians. Okay. So, well, let's round up predictions because you had a huge win, too, in your predictions. Indeed, I did. New Asgard, baby. Yes, that one. But you also predicted uh, a major death that totally happened. I believe we're talking about Iron Man. Yes. Yeah, so let's pour one out for the departed. So that's uh, Black Widow. That's Tony Stark, Iron Man, Mm -hmm. and Thanos and all of his boys. I did like that we got a little bit more time with my boy Ebony Maw. Yeah, that's right. That I'm always happy to see that guy. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, man. So, uh, a a prediction that we didn't remember to make on air, but we talked about it in the car on the way over was uh just how many times is Dave going to cry while watching this movie? <laughs> how many how many times was it? You didn't say how many. Well, uh, it was only once, but it started and then it just never really stopped. What was the moment that triggered it for you getting emotional? Because I, I got pretty emotional at some points, too. I, I was getting a little misty-eyed. I'd, for I'd me, the waterworks started when all of the missing Avengers started to arrive out of the portals yeah. when they assembled. Yep. When all of the Avengers came back and everybody reunited. And it was that big, glorious, uplifting moment of everybody coming back. And people in the theater were loving it. Oh, when Black Panther and Shuri and Okoye came out with all the Wakandan army. Yeah, that was phenomenal. There was applause in the audience. And, you know, uh, everybody else coming through. Just, yeah. Yeah, so that's where I started. And I continued on, too, because th- that feeling kind of carried through for me in all these moments well, one, they had that incredible, gorgeous sort of splash page shot mm. where they actually captured pretty much every single Avenger and bad guy over the course of all of these films. Even the bad guys were callbacks. You've got all, you know, like you recognize the Chitari coming out of the ship and yeah. everything like that. You know, you get that little shot of recognition. But just this one sweeping shot of literally everybody Everyone. all fighting together and then seeing everybody working together as a team you know, Spider-Man swinging through the yeah. battlefield with everybody like helping each other playing keep away with the Infinity Gauntlet. I, I just I got I got teary during that, too. Yeah, it was awesome. And then finally, um, the death of Tony Stark. Yeah, that I mean, that was a very emotional moment. It sure was. And um, I, I got to say, I mean, that was a packed house in a pretty big theater. And when he died, you could hear a pin drop in that place. It was so quiet yeah it was yeah everyone was pretty blown back by that yeah i mean the power of that moment yeah it was super good yeah i I was pretty pretty sad yeah me too yeah i mean what a moment what a way to go and i suppose that does uh come back to a prediction which was that i it wasn't exactly the way i thought about it so they were able to reverse everything by using the infinity gauntlet Mm -hmm. but it was uh the hulk who had to be the one to use it right because it didn't come down to will or to uh, technical ability, but more to just, like, who's the strongest, who could actually plausibly survive. Right. Uh, and that was the Hulk, and he did manage to pull it off, but then Tony wound up having to use it. And, Later on, yeah. And yeah, sort of he as wasn't I as, like, as uh, lucky in terms of being no. able to physically withstand it. Right. And so he, you know, he does a, a reverse snapshot on all the bad guys mm-hmm. with a great line calling back to the very first Iron Man movie, I am Iron Man. Ugh, and he's so awesome. Snaps him out of existence, but it costs it costs us our hero. Yeah. God, I think too when um 
when Spider-Man comes up to him. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that part's very emotional, too. I mean, it, it plays right at your heartstrings like their moment in the prior film in Infinity War when Spidey's disappearing. Yeah. But this one was even rougher because, you know, there's no there's no one doing this one. Right. Yeah. So and I guess I, I was wrong. Um, the Hulk never really beat up Thanos. Captain Marvel yeah, did, though. That's true. She punched him a bunch. She did. Uh, all the characters that we predicted might be prime in bringing Thanos down had a significant piece of teamwork in doing so. I mean, it pretty much came down to Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. Well, we get our original trio, right? Yeah. And there's even a very nice shot of like the three of them united, sort of looking down across yeah. this field. The of... epic fight pretty much begins with a three-on-one of those three versus Thanos. And uh, to mix in one of the, the standout moments of this movie, of which there are many, but in particular during that fight, uh, there's the incredibly awesome moment where Captain America lifts Thor's hammer. Yes. Oh, that was so sweet. It was. Uh, glorious so well okay but also the hulk had a much greater role in this film overall than i think we might have predicted i i certainly wasn't expecting him to be that i wasn't expecting him to be the nerd hulk yeah he he was he was the he was the nerd hulk he was he was both uh he was the green bruce banner kind of yeah, exactly. Great, be- best of both worlds kind of thing going Well, on. it is and it isn't because, you know, like we said in part one, um, Hulk's strength comes from his anger. Right. So to a certain extent, actually having the banner mind there makes him less angry and yeah. therefore less strong. He's but, nerfed. <laughs> in a way, yeah. But um, it, he was still strong enough to have a moment where he visually calls back to a comic that I have seen, I haven't read, but I've seen the image from it a bunch of times where hulk is holding up a mountain Mm. and keeping it from crushing all these other heroes yeah pretty sure they were referencing that yeah must have been yeah Yeah. Um, i I thought they were all gonna bite the dust when they got zapped in that moment oh yeah that was an incredibly brutal attack on that building yeah like god damn i'm surprised anybody lived right like i actually i mean it sort of beggars belief that someone like hawkeye survived something like that yeah i mean War Machine's suit is, like, fucked in that moment. Right. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, whatever. It's we don't fine. have to talk about that one too much. <laughs> yeah. But um, Thanos dies, but it's because of Tony Stark, not because of Drax or Nebula. I will right. say, though, I was very pleased by what a large and critical role Nebula played in this movie. Mm. It's both a character that I like a lot and also the actress, Karen Gillan. I've been a big fan of hers since Doctor Who, and I just I think she's a really... Uh, talented and engaging actress who does she play on doctor who she's amy pond a companion of the 11th doctor okay yeah i don't think i've seen much of that okay span it's it's good mostly and amy is a great companion cool yeah so yeah i was i liked how much nebula we got yeah her her role was great i mean we saw kind of her dark side and her we saw her fighting her mirror self which was fantastic yeah, but also, like, she's a character who's come a long way. She's had a pretty substantial arc from bad to good. Yeah. And we got to see sort of, like, you know, the whole thing and calling back to her earlier state, you know? Right. Yeah. And I guess it does turn out that ever the world's going to remember what happened. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> but, um, so they turned back time, sort of. 
they they didn't wind up solving it that way, but they wound up going back in time. Yeah, and uh, that that review that I read turned out to be accurately predicting what happened. They did revisit the old movies. Oh yeah, Back to the Future Two style for sure. But I dug it. I mean, I was, was so cool. happy. I was so happy to see all that old stuff, like getting some more Loki, getting some yeah. more of uh, the ancient one. Tilda Swinton came back. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, I can't believe. I think literally every character who's ever been in a Marvel film is in this movie. Yep. Even like Tony Stark's dad. That's right. He even made a cameo. That was great. So standout moments. Oh my goodness. Well, I just want to talk about the hilarity of the like washed up fat Thor. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. It was, it was fantastic. So, so Thor Thor kills Thanos and it's just he like retreats to being supposedly the king of new Asgard but it's it, it, he kills him but it's an unsatisfying moment like right. he's failed so you know it breaks him basically yeah he just turns into like a, a beard bellied like beer chugging frat boy it's awesome and and he he breaks down emotionally too he's emotionally fragile like a child yeah it's great oh man but, yeah, but he never he doesn't like buff up later well, on throughout i mean the, the movie, movie takes place over the course of like a single day yeah so i was like how are they gonna make him buff again and they don't they don't he's Wh- just in his suit so you know he kind of gets away with it in the rage of the fight scenes yeah but i do feel like it took away a little bit from the moment to have just like big fat thor yeah like clomping around the battlefield in his armor but it's all like saggy and chubby yeah Yeah. it did i mean it didn't take away from it much when he was actually fighting he was still like super powerful sure so you know it was a little visually incongruous i guess yeah what i'm saying yeah Yeah. but i thought they did it well i mean like it, it it's a great visual and it feels so fitting like the the viking the like old like washed up viking who's just gonna just drink all the it time it fits his personality quite well it's so appropriate and i love that he's gonna be uh with the guardians now yeah because he fits in with them yeah he's a lovable he loser now yep yep yeah so i liked uh that loki managed to escape so it is he alive again or is it like I, I wasn't clear on the mechanics of what the impact of what they did means in terms of those past because they do interact like they were like we're gonna try hard not to interact with the past and mess it all up but they right. wind up doing that quite a bit they kind of do i mean tilda swinton's uh uh explanation at one point she she gives us an explanation that there's like they can or no she's speaking with the hulk and the hulk's kind of explaining that their approach is to come in dislodge the whatever stone that the they're, time stone the time stone or, or which whichever them, stone they're going for and at then the time and then back. kind of put them back but have they done that i mean yeah because i mean loki escaped right so. right but where is loki now in our in our you know one future that's that we're following by the end i don't know maybe it's just that like i haven't you know we're f- like we're f- fresh off of seeing this so maybe sure. i need some time to think through but they, they didn't better, really but... resolve it for us cleanly in the in the film right he escapes with the tesseract and we don't know what happens after that really do we no 
Well, whatever. I guess we'll see what happens. Because they have to go into a different alternate universe to retrieve that Tesseract, ultimately. Look, I think if we get bogged down talking about the mechanics of time travel, we're going to be here all day just, like, working things out with straws. Yep. So, very loopy. Yes, indeed. So <laughs> let's let's not focus too much on that. Let's it's a rabbit hole, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a rabbit. <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> um, What did you think of the girl power moment at the end? Oh, sweet. It was yeah. sweet. I mean, you know, it 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 showcased the fact that we have so many fucking fantastic female characters in this universe and to see them all line up together. I especially liked seeing Pepper get her own Iron Man suit. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. The only thing that uh, I was thinking about during that is that how did they all wind up finding each other in the middle of that battle? Like, how are all the women clustered together like that? Yeah, what was the director's name again? <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I also, uh, I kept waiting for when Captain Marvel was going to show up because I was like, they're, they're going to save her for a big heroic moment. And I, I just kept thinking like, when is she going to get in here? And then once the ship started uh, blasting everybody, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, someone's got to destroy that. Yeah, she had her fantastically epic moments, for sure. She did, although Thanos got a, good, a cool moment fighting her where he did this clever thing where she's uh, preventing him from using the gauntlet, so he just pulls the power stone out and uses it separately. Mm. Clever. Yeah, cool. it worked. It worked. It definitely uh, blasted her off of him. Right, and I actually, I never saw her come back. I know someone said she was at the funeral later, but I was yeah. like, is that the last moment we see Captain Marvel? Is her getting just shot off into space? It certainly was in the battle. I mean, she did not come back from that. Well, she sort of can't because she's so powerful. Like, you have to, like, take her away so that there's room for the rest of the characters to shine a little bit. The drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's take a few moments to think about where do we think uh, Marvel's going to go from here? Right. Uh, so which franchises are they going to emphasize? You already know about a few of the spinoffs that are coming up right. in terms of series. Well, also right? a few have, like, clearly concluded. So Iron Man is done. Yeah. Captain America. So to... to just touch yeah. briefly on the wonderful way that his story wraps up. That's right. I, I should have thought of this before we went to the film, given that I was so focused on the time travel already, but I didn't think about it until they actually started to go through time. I was like, if they're going through time, he could actually go back and be put back to where he belongs. Right. And that's what happens. He is the one charged with returning the stones to their original locations, and he chooses to stay in the past, meet that's back right. up with his love, Agent Carter, and he ages his way all the way back to the present. That's right. So he does. He does. He is the one who goes and puts the the stones back. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we did get that moment. Yeah. And then he returns to the to the future as an old man. He gets there the old fashioned way. Yeah. And there's a really great moment where he hands off both the shield and kind of the mantle of Captain America to Falcon. Yeah. Who also during the fight had a cool moment where he finally uses his wings to stab somebody. Oh yeah, that's right. I kept what like I've always wondered about falcon's wings and how they're all sharp i was like i want to see him like ram them into someone's chest oh and he does finally get that and so i guess he's sort of captain america now mm -hmm. which he's been in the comics okay yeah i think both bucky and falcon have taken on that mantle at times where captain america has either been gone or dead yeah but uh, i'm glad i'm glad glad it got passed to him yeah that's great and he's reunited with his love yeah, like and it's a really sweet moment to end this series on. Mm -hmm. They finally got to go on that date. Yeah, that's right. And so 
Yeah, so uh, Iron Man is clearly done. Captain America is done. I guess Thor is also finished, but he will be still showing up in the Guardians movie. That's right. So we'll probably see some more Guardians action, more Guardians movies. There have well, only been two, right? Guardians 3 is, you know, being made. Okay, so we know so that. Okay, we know that's happening. Uh, Spider-Man's going to have a lot yep. of story. Well, that movie's coming out in a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that poor kid. <laughs> Ant-Man will go forward, Captain Marvel, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So there's still plenty of people to go around. Yeah, that's right. There are a lot of characters. But So I've been thinking less about what movies are going to be coming out and more just like now that Thanos is gone, mm-hmm. they need some kind of unifying threat, some kind of uber villain. Right. Who's that going to be? Gosh, who is that going to be? I got a... I got a thought. Okay. So you think about who are other villains sort of like on that Thanos level who can like serve to be an antagonist for the whole Avengers team. Oh, I remember where you're going with this. Right. So you got Galactus. Yeah, Galactus is. the eater of worlds, but I don't think he's very interesting. Did they bring Galactus into... I I have to say I didn't see the uh, Fantastic Four movie because I just heard it was so bad. It is so bad, but also keep in mind that those are Sony marvel movies and not oh, mcu marvel movies i see sony has the movie rights to those characters so they could bring that back and Galact- well, they have to get the rights again i see oh i see well galactus shows up in fantastic four and silver surfers kind of woven into that too right yeah yeah but but the thing about galactus is um he can't sort of be seeded through he can't be coming the way Thanos is coming through all the, you know, he's either going to show up and eat the world and you stop him or you don't like, there's no, pl- he doesn't plan things. Mm. He's more like a, an earthquake. Right. You know, so there, there's no sort of like long-term thing you can do with Galactus. Right. I guess the scrolls, like the way they infiltrate, you know, I mean, the scrolls were revealed to be kind of good guys in Captain Marvel, but you could get an evil bunch of scrolls. But my, I, I don't think I'm alone on this either. My prediction is that the real unifying villain would be Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. He's kind of perfect. He's smart and powerful. He works with both science and magic. And the nice thing about him is that he's kind of earthbound. Yeah. I mean, he's literally earthbound, but he's you know he's the leader of a country. He has very sort of you know human motivations he's a very human character i mean down to his frame he's more he's more of a human guy guy yeah Yeah, so he'd be a nice counterpoint to thanos this Mm -hmm. sort of like big hulking kind of stomping alien right and i also just to throw it out there think that there is an actor who would be perfect to play that guy lay it on us yeah, so I think Richard Madden should play him. And for those who don't remember who that is, Richard Madden is the actor who played Rob Stark on Game of Thrones. Such a good choice. And he was also more recently on this show called Bodyguard. And especially in Bodyguard, he displayed this. He had a lot of charisma, but he also it was a very kind of creepy charisma. Mm. He had this sort of underlying intensity about him. Yeah. And I just, I was thinking about it, like, this guy is perfect. Also, he's British and has that accent, so to be playing a, for like, basically anyone who's not American in a movie should have a British accent. Yeah. So right. he's perfect for playing the An intelligent Doom. Visit, uh, villain. Right, it's, exactly. It's perfect, you know, yeah. And, and he's also sort of like the right age for, like, a, a 
a hungry up and coming young Dr. Doom. Yeah. And he looks right. I just I think he'd be perfect. Yeah, he would be. He would be. I mean, I, I haven't seen the uh, performance you're talking about in the that bodyguard. Uh, oh, it's good. Check it out. Uh, okay, I will. Um, Very intense. Even just his performance with Rob Stark, like there are moments where he has this glimmering kind of like rage dark side yeah that yeah. that just uh he he plays that really well it's subtle and it's it's complex and it would do really well in a villain role yeah he's handsome mm-hmm. you know i feel like you know having a handsome villain would work yeah yeah so i mean you know well number one marvel if you're listening uh go do that please kudos yeah. definitely uh we'll call it better early yeah <laughs> i like that but yeah, so uh, any last thoughts before we wrap this one up? Oh gosh, uh, I just I can't wait to see what comes next for yeah. the MCU. I mean, I I'm gonna need a minute to like digest this because it was so overwhelming. I mean, I don't think I've felt so overwhelmed by a film in. I mean, even Lord of the Rings, I, I sort of like handled it it better. Maybe it's because yeah. I'm getting old, but like. I, I feel like I've been blown back by this movie. I mean, there's been so much building up to it, right? And so much, like, it just had so much stuff happens. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And so much of it, I just want to, like, squee over so much of the, you know, just being, <laughs> and then this thing, and then that, and then, like, you know, fucking, like, you know, we see Gamora over here, and she's beating people up, and then Hawkeye jumps out. And like, oh, God. The, we go back to the first moment with Star-Lord. Oh, yeah. And like, the, the way they cut away from the music just like you know reinforcing the fact that it's actually just on his headphones yeah. and not playing for everybody and how stupid he looks yeah. to the outside world That's great hilarious yeah so long story short i loved it if you haven't seen it yet what is wrong with you go do so now yeah and uh yeah let's uh, let's wrap it there this has been dave andrew and uh, we'll catch you next time avengers assemble yes, yes.